All right. Hey. Hey. Where are we? I think we're live. Do you want to be in Honolulu? Yeah. Okay. Okay. Let's let's do that. Okay. Hello, Honolulu. Hello. We did not prepare an opening, John. <laughs> it's on, the wait. one thing we didn't prepare. We John, got everything we're else. A phone call from my son. Oh, where's he? Is he in the audience? Jim Davis is my name. Yeah, the audience is getting restless. Okay, can we get this done? Right. Okay. Hey, hey. Hey. Hello, Honolulu. Yeah. So we still did not plan an opening. But you're listening to Being Jim Davis, the inversion layer of podcasts. Uh, This is our live Christmas Eve special, live from Honolulu, Hawaii. My name is Christopher Winter, and I'm Jim Davis. My name is John Gibson, and I'm Jim Davis. John, I'm concerned you may have said that too quickly. You need to give the audience time to applaud each member as they introduce. That's fine. Okay. I mean, I, look, we, we only have so much time. That's fair. That's fair. Every, please hold your applause until the end of the show. <laughs> hey, hey, I feel like, you know, I've missed my opportunity now. I like, feel like you do. No, you're doing no, a great job. No, no. I hey. feel like you stepped all over all right, it, Chris. Well, I'm Christine and I'm Jim Davis. Fantastic. Mm. Mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. So, we're, look, we're going to jump right into it. We're here today to, we're going to do a live commentary of the 1986 TV special Garfield in Paradise. That's what we're doing. This is us jumping out of sequence, John. We had been doing them in chronological. We started with Garfield Christmas, which was way out of sequence. And then uh, I think in 2017, we went back to the very first one, Here Comes Garfield. 2018, we did Garfield on the Town. I think this year we should be doing Garfield in the Rough. I agree. I agree. Christine and I are here in Honolulu. You're joining us live mm-hmm. in name of famous theater, Honolulu, Hawaii. <laughs> Is there a famous? The, the, the Blesdell Center. The, yep. <laughs> live at the Blesdell Center. Oh, I love the, the Blesdell Center. The Dole Cannery here in beautiful downtown Honolulu. Blue night. The... I mean, we can't be in more than one theater. <laughs> I guess, I guess each of us could be in the Come on, I mean, where, where's your ambition, Chris? Come okay, on. Okay, I'm in the Blesdell Center. John, do you want to be in the Dole Cannery or the yeah. Blue Note? I'll be in the cannery. Yeah, that makes sense. Because Christine has... Canning vegetables? Christine has very literally... Fish? And without exaggeration, performed live in the Honolulu Blue Note before. That is that is right? That is not even a joke. That is true it is true i mean it isn't that sort of a joke no no it's the very fact of it not being a joke i mean it's really not a joke she performed live with none other than frequent listener to this program whatever his name is what was that guy's name jeff goldblum jeff goldblum Mm. long time listener super fan being jim davis super fan jeff goldblum it's true. It's you true. performed I a did. scene from the movie North Shore I with did, him. I did, with Jeff Goldblum. At the mm-hmm. Honolulu Blue Note. I was Goldblooming with Jeff Goldblum. It's true. Really? Yeah. Oh, that's that's cool. Yeah. Yeah. He was touring with the his jazz band, and they called an audience member up the, to the stage to perform with him, and it was my wife. 
were you were you like were you wearing your uh jeff goldblum costume at the time no 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 i wasn't I mean, some would say you're always I just, wearing I've your jacket. I've got it on face. You got it on. Right. Take it off. Right. But anyway, like we're here in Honolulu, and so it seemed appropriate to do Garfield in Paradise, a television special in which Garfield, John, and Odie do not travel to Honolulu. Explicitly, do not travel to Hawaii. Um, and so we're excited to do that. I think there's a lot of this. This is probably the most offensive of all the Garfield specials. I think it has some deeply problematic racial and gender politics. Can't wait. Bring it on. Yeah, I, have, I, I it feel on. like yeah, I have a lot to say about all mm-hmm. of those things, but I think we should just get into it. Okay. Yeah. Um, so we've got it. Uh, John, I think in show notes, we will have the specific YouTube link that we're using. Mm-hmm. And we'll count down. Tilo, we are trying to do a live show. <laughs> this is what happens if we have this, a live uh, audience. This Bye. video currently stands at 2,620 views. <laughs> I want to see that kick up to 2630. Yeah. I think we can <laughs> After all the Bean Jim, Bean Jim Davis listeners go over and can, watch. I think we can knock it up above 2630. Um, so we're going to give you... Tilo, shut up. No, shut up. We're recording a live show right now. I don't interrupt you. Down in podcast. front. Um, John, we're going to count listeners down. This gonna, is delightful. You give them like a three, two, one or whatever. And on, yeah. on zero, you want to hit play on zero? Wait, yeah. Well, I don't think we should say zero. You say three, two, one, and, and then, then we'll hit play. play on zero. Yeah. Okay. Where zero would be. You don't say zero. No, no. Because I get, that's I know, confusing. I'm, I'm with you. I'm with you. We're going to say three, two, one, and then where the zero would be, we'll hit play. Yeah. Okay. Three, two, you, one, play. Do you want to count us down? Yeah, go ahead and uh, queue up your 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 VCR, your Betamax, uh-huh. uh, and you want to pause it right at the zero 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 mark. <laughs> Look, if you're not watching this on like, celluloid, yeah, if you don't, just, <laughs> if you haven't seen Garfield on if, on VHS, if you have not uh, rented a theater, you okay, you haven't heard down. Shakespeare the way. Okay, I'm ready anytime. All right, and three, two, one, play. All right. Hmm. And we start okay. right off here airport, uh, right. in media res. Right. Now, Hang this on, voice sounds familiar. Did we have a a song in the last one that was the same voice? Uh, it could have been the same woman. He, they haven't said where he's going no, he yet. Said, he said they're going. They're going to Paradise, Paradise World, World, I believe. Oh, okay. okay, so you're getting oh. on the line. Garfield is dressed as a human. He's he's like a like a very well dressed human. Yeah. This is he's wearing pinstripe. Wait, he okay. Are those meant to be pinstripe pants? <laughs> yes, he's wearing pinstripe pants. And, and a like Converse a sneakers. A a non pinstripe jacket, which yeah. is really odd. This is one of and the a most beanie. ridiculous conceits. Good grief, why are oh. bosoms so large? That's how Jim Davis <laughs> draws bosoms. That's how you know she's a woman. Okay. I mean, all types of people are beautiful, well, Christine. Yeah, yeah, no, no. I'm just like, it's just overemphasized. That's all. Yeah, that's fair yeah, enough. Yeah. So she's, she's cast, the stewardess has castigated him for being in third class. Um, oh, yeah, he shouldn't have been in third class. Yeah. Hang on. Does he have a mullet? 
Why does he have two toned hair? Is that always the case with John Arbuckle? Yeah. Why is he sitting behind another John Arbuckle? <laughs> That's what I want to know. <laughs> the guy in front looks just like him. Yeah. At least uh, from like th- that profile view. I think this part we get a series of airplane jokes that by this point Jim Davis had already used in the strip. Hmm. Um, the thing I don't, the whole conceit here that he has to dress Garfield up as a human to sneak him on the airplane. Mm-hmm. Like it is way, way cheaper for John Arbuckle to just put Garfield in a kitty yeah. carrier and ship him. Yeah, you can bring your cat yeah. on Southwest for $75. Oh, yeah. They, they even give you the deal. carrier, I yeah, think. We traveled with George to Hawaii. It was, I think, an extra 100 Or Or maybe I wasn't supposed to keep the carrier. <laughs> <laughs> okay, we just got the title sequence, Garfield in Paradise. And this is a this oh, is wow. Garfield's oh, fantasy. Wow. Okay. This is him fantasizing about going to Hawaii, and you'll mm-hmm. see the uh, the raft there says Garfield Ho, because he's imagining himself as Don Ho. Lost wages. Yeah, that's that a, guy seems yeah, like an anti-Semitic trope. Yeah. To Las me. Vegas joke. I'm not even. Sure looks like a used car salesman. I mean, I'm pretty sure he was a nasty stereotype of a Jewish cat. John, longtime listeners will remember we discussed Don Ho at great length on this podcast about, I don't know, two, three years ago. Did we? Yeah, I don't remember why. Okay, that's obviously, that's not Lorenzo music anymore. No, that's Lou Rawls. Lou Rawls did the music oh. for like the oh, first, that's right. I don't know, six or seven ep- specials. And I feel like we're getting to oh, some God. of the very problematic racial and gender politics here. Look at these oh, no. hula women, Christine. Oh, You're gonna be these horrified. hula women. Oh, my God. That is horrifying. That is horrific. They're Their like... Goodness. Their teeth. They're, they're, they're like skeletons. Yeah, they're horrible looking. I mean, they're, they're... They're... I don't know how to even start. Like, they're stereotyped as, like, sexy exotic ethnic cats is that fair description yeah you about nailed it that's very problematic and then he's got all these lady cats in the audience who love how he's singing like don ho are are there no male cats in this oh there's odie dressed like a woman yeah the joke is that odie is an ugly woman and he doesn't like well, being. Say, oh, I see. Oh gosh, so Odie's doing drag now. Okay. Yeah. Wait. Well, oh, okay. No, I thought he was gonna wake up to find that the real Odie was doing that to him. Yeah, it, it seems was, like was he would, him. right? But it was just. Because um... otherwise, why would he invade his fantasy like that? Yeah, it it doesn't. A lot of this doesn't make sense. So they're arriving on the island, Paradise World. Okay, they, they've landed at the airport. The airport has like thatched huts on the runway and Garfield is frustrated he wanted to go to Hawaii Paradise World was like the cut rate version Mm. so where do you think they are do you think this is like a completely like are they just like somewhere in Indiana (laughs) (laughs) it's in Lake Michigan Um, I mean it's clearly a fictionalized Hawaii but it's interesting that they that they, specif- could be somewhere that they in go like out of their way to say it's not Hawaii. Polynesia. Yeah, like it's clearly poly- it's marked as Polynesia. And here's mm-hmm. the cheap hotel. Oh. That guy's kind of a fun character. 
sleazy, yeah, pencil uh, thin mustache. Yeah. This guy also looks like a used car salesman. Does his hair remind you a little bit of the hair of the MC cat in Garfield's fantasy? Yes. It also reminds me of uh, the Bride of Frankenstein. He does look a little bit like the Bride of Frankenstein. Come on. My wife has already lost interest in this, John. It is relatively uninteresting. (laughs) Yeah, Wait, I want to hear this know, guy's. I like, want to hear this guy's voice. I like this guy's out of voice. respect for our live studio audience. I feel like she should stop texting her family. No, okay, you do what you got to do. Okay, so they're arriving in the mm. uh, hotel room. That's kind of a fun gag. The door falls over when he tries mm-hmm. to open it. Not not what I expected. There's a painting of Elvis there above the bed, which again mm. marks this as like. Hawaii, but not Hawaii. Mm-hmm. I think this whole thing might be a fantasy. Mm. Mm. I mean, so the, or or a nightmare. Oh, there was Odie. Okay, the Odie is there. See, if Odie's gonna be there anyway, why wouldn't you just do that gag proper? Right? Yeah, it doesn't make sense. Yeah. God, he's such a whiner, isn't he? So many. He's so classist. <laughs> Look at John Arbuckle's checked pants. Those are special vacation pants. I do like it. I, I, I like it when John wears anything John is other than his normal a outfit. Suit and necktie to I, his his paradise vacation, his I, Polynesian holiday. Uh, I think I like it hmm. better when Garfield's just a comic strip. <laughs> I like it better when Garfield is just a plush toy on someone's car. Right. Mm. Suction cup to. Okay, that's a fun gag. The pool doesn't have any water in it. I think it would have worked better if they hadn't shown the empty pool before yeah. he said that. We talked over it, but there was a fun exchange between John Arbuckle and the hotel owner where about how the ocean was like impossible to access from the hotel. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's why they're at the, the pool. Yeah. John Arbuckle says, like, you know, your brochure said easy access to the beach, and the hotel owner says, by helicopter, maybe. Oh, and the diving board breaks. It's weird that Garfield and Odie are wearing shirts mm-hmm. at the oh, pool. you know, they've got to protect their skin. Okay. Yeah. So now he's Wait, getting okay, so now they're at a car. car rental place that, oh, it's the same guy. That's fun. Uh, I mean, that's kind of fun. That is kind of fun. I uh, This guy is easily blink. the best character. He does not blink. I mean, no. It reminds me of the... Uh, the oh, in in Thimbleweed okay. Park, there's a, there's a set Hold of characters like this. Where it's like obviously the same the same person. Yeah. I would have to say... Pretending this, to be a different... sleazy salesman character is probably the high point of the special. Like, it is all downhill after this guy. <laughs> I'm gonna have well I guess I'm not gonna have to take your word for it <laughs> yeah so they go out onto the lot oh yeah oh. that's a slick what is that a Cadillac yeah it's like a convertible cherry convertible. red convertible it's, again, John's a wearing Tevas like, now there's a weird like 1950s Polynesian rock and roll vibe to this whole thing like it's yeah, a I very think, well I think the reason for that is about to become explicit yeah it's like a very like 1980s boomer nostalgia special, 
Which is weird since it's intended for children. Well, you know, Garfield has layers, Chris. Yeah. Garfield also is still wearing a shirt. Okay. okay that's... There's, a, there's a song here. Okay. Now, this is weird because, okay, the characters are singing along with the radio. Only this time it, it is still Lorenzo music. And yeah. And whoever does John. That is weird. You're right. When it was actually Garfield singer singing, it was a different voice. That is weird. Well, no, it, 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 that wasn't actually him singing. That was... Um, well, like his, oh, his fantasy. Oh, wait, is this still a fantasy? should have been him singing. And then when they're singing along with the radio, you could imagine they were lip syncing. But it really is their voices. Or the radio was just playing an instrumental. Do they really not... Are, are they really... At, they're not really at the beach, are they? I mean, I think they are at the beach, John. I mean, none of this happened. I didn't expect them to make it to the beach. Like, it's a cartoon. It's not real. <laughs> it's... The plot synopsis made it sound like they never made it to the beach. Oh, the shark was actually Odie. Yeah, this, this special is like... It's sort of like that Simpsons-style plotting where the first 20 minutes are just throwaway mm-hmm. jokes before you get to the story. Hmm. Like it's just, yeah, they're at the beach and there's some jokes happening. Sort of. That's, I That's guess. cute. That's He's upside day. down. Yeah. So it's basically as soon as he finished singing about how much he loves the beach, he decided yeah. he was ready to leave. That's fairly realistic. I feel, I'm disappointed that Garfield didn't make a sandbox joke. Yeah. Missed oh, opportunity. Missed opportunity. Huge missed opportunity. Yeah, they have their sh- did Garfield know he have shirts on again? More action? Oh, oh, there's oh, okay, oh. volcano rumbling. Okay, we've got an ominous shot of a yeah. volcano here. The actual plot is beginning. The car has become enchanted <laughs> and is driving itself. I bet you didn't expect this. I mean... I mostly didn't. It's taking a turn off into the jungle. My wife has lost interest again. Christine, they're driving into it. This is where it gets going to get very offensive. You're going to. This is where it this. gets super racist, huh? Yeah. Oh, here we go. We, well, we're starting off again with a little hut. Sort of a stereotypical okay. Polynesian native village. Mm-hmm. Stereotypical yeah. bird noises. Yeah. Angry, yeah. angry eyes and a black inside black. Or whatever that is. Are those like? Uh, ominous drums in the background. Oh dear! Oh dear! Yeah, mm-hmm. here come out oh, spear-toting yeah. locals. Mm. It, okay, is it weird okay. that this this bunch is totally interracial? Um. Okay, this is really weird. Yeah. Right. Yeah. So they're like this guy is speaking. They're of, wearing. They're 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 enrobed in like a mix of like. Yeah, sort of uh, stereotypical, you know, native uh, garb, and and also like, oh dear, yeah, they're uh, worshiping like, the car. Uh, yeah, it's like it's like they're dressed like half manufactured native, half Western 1950s clothing, fifties greaser. Yeah, they're worshiping the convertible. Okay, I want this is three years after Return of the Jedi, mm. and I want to point out that this is exactly the same plot turn that happens in Return oh, of the really? Jedi. With, uh, the with the Ewoks, yeah. Worship C-3PO? Mm-hmm. 
Mm. And that looks like George Lucas. It does. Now, this guy is um, wow. the chief. He's voiced by uh, famed rock and roll DJ Wolfman Jack. Making a I guest noticed appearance. that. Yeah. Oh, I like that voice. Yeah, he's got a fun voice. Since 1957. This, you know, he sounds like Captain Beefheart. He does a little bit. Yeah. So this is the origin story of the weird 1950s. Oh God. Oh, who is this like person drawn with like, like a, a normal character, like a realistic human face? Yeah. So this is a very weird, like surreal white man's burden thing, where uh -huh. James Dean, the greaser, enlightens these natives about cool 1950s rock and roll stuff. And then he's going to save them from the volcano that's about to erupt. <laughs> yeah, by stepping this in. This is actually pretty the same this is car actually that John Arbuckle amusing. has been driving. But he mm -hmm. drove it into the volcano. Whoa. Oh, fireworks. Oh, is there some real fireworks yeah. uh, <laughs> yes, they, superimposed? They just, <laughs> they just put like B-roll of fireworks over the film there. <laughs> I like uh, I like his neck his um, necklace with the magic eight with ball. The, yeah, and then his staff yeah. has the fuzzy dice. That's fun. Mm-hmm. And a rear view mirror. Yeah. But is it like it's weird though that it's weird that so many of like the native the natives are like <laughs> what so it's weird so that they're worshiping they are the so statue of mixed. the. Uh, Ethnically, the Cadillac, right? And they're saying "Om, oh, Om," oh, and then one of them, one that's of them goes "A wap up, a luba." Well, I mean, if he's taking it from that's as, that's pretty as funny. Hawaii as the example. Well, because it, they, it, it no, I mean, yeah, I think this is a pretty amusing concept. Well, so you think this is just highly realistic? <laughs> I think he. I mean, I think he's actually like playing at some kind of interesting like commentary on like you know cargo cults. Yeah, I mean, there's definitely a cargo cult thing going on here. Yeah. I'm just saying these guys are clearly being coded as, like, mm -hmm. natives. But then, like, some of them have very pale skin and red hair. Well, maybe that's part of the uh, the greaser influence. I guess. So they, they, they literally turned them white. <laughs> <laughs> Okay, it's a, you're about to be even more offended, Christine. Put your phone down. He's about to introduce. Yeah, Garfield you don't want to miss this offensive thing. Okay. And her cat. Look how short John's shorts are. They are very short. Yeah, he's got They're exceedingly legs. short. Oh no. Yeah, the lady oh. cat is named Mai Tai. Oh no, they're oh. ugly. Oh no! Oh no! <laughs> oh, who? Oh, they were looking at the wrong woman and cat. The actual daughter mm. and cat are yeah. super hot. Yeah, this she's is wearing awful. a red dress. That means she's attractive. Yeah, Christine, you were complaining that the other woman had unrealistically large breasts. Hmm. Mai Tai looks like just Arlene in a uh, in a wig. I like I like Mai Tai. Yeah, like she's just Arlene, right? Doesn't it bother yeah, it's you just that Arlene. the mouths don't move? Well, the the cats don't actually speak. They communicate telepathically. <laughs> like in the comic strip, Garfield only thinks. He never speaks. 
See, the people's mouths move. Yeah. Which seems like, I, it seems like a like a creator shortcut to like choose as your character an animal so that you don't have to animate the mouth, you know? Mm, smart. But like Jim Davis did that in Garfield oh, even like back in the strip and he no, does no, no. open his mouth all the time. So Okay, they're singing now. Was this this was intended for children? Yeah, Chris, kids will watch anything as long as it's animated. <laughs> Yeah, I feel like uh, the daughter, whose name I have forgotten, I think it's Auda or Aula. She is drawn, she is so obscenely sexualized. It is just, uh, it, it's mind blowing. So, Odie and this character named Monkey have been ordered to fix the car or they will be executed. And yeah, Monkey is just like a, your your standard uh, comics mechanic yeah. type. That was, in fairness, that was a fun gag. Monkey says, you know what I think it is? Mm -hmm. I think there's an evil spirit somewhere in the distributor cap. I think he was right. I mean, that's that's funny, John. Genuinely, you don't I'm get not, an evil I'm spirit. Not, in the, you get them in, uh, like, the transmission. I'm not saying it's not funny. Okay, now... Auda. I'd like this mechanic better if it were Wildcat from Tailspin. Or just if he were voiced by Bobcat Goldthwait. I just, I did, I forgot that was Bobcat Goldthwait. <laughs> I love remembering that. Life? Wait, are you saying I that Wildcat was voiced by Bobcat Goldthwait? He was, wasn't he? I didn't know that, if that's true. Okay, I thought maybe I just. Yeah, she has to throw herself in the volcano. <laughs> okay, maybe to that's totally not true at all. Which, which, again. Super offensive, stereotypical. I can't see it because I'm Googling uh, Wildcat. No, it's Pat Fraley. Okay. It just sounds like Bobcat. Oh. It sounded plausible. It sounded so plausible when you said it. Is I was like, oh, yeah, of course. Him? Yeah, she and the cat are both going to throw themselves into the volcano to appease the gods. Yeah, yes, yes. The face, listeners, you can't see the face Christine is making right now, but it is on point. It is equal parts <laughs> it's, exasperation. It's extremely on point. Exasperated, offended, and incredulous. <laughs> that okay, that also was <laughs> that's subversive. Really? I like that. That, that was yeah. a fun gag. It's, no. it's, a, it's a subversion of a trope. Yeah, it's. I mean, it's it's implausible. That volcano crater is huge. Yeah. This isn't how volcanoes actually work. I mean, no one knows how volcanoes work, Chris. I, well, John, we know less about the insides of volcanoes than we do about the dark side of the moon. Okay. I like that scoring there. Mm, the volcano doesn't want her. Who's this guy? That's this guy's pigeon. supposed to be somebody, right? That's Pigeon, and he's very offensive. He only speaks... Oh, he's the shaman. Yeah, he speaks in like a fake creole... Oh, uh, highly offensive. But you creel. said he was supposed to be Jewish. No, not him. Oh, I thought the MC character in Garfield's fantasy was an anti-Semitic stereotype. Maybe I stand by that. Pigeon is a different kind of offensive stereotype. 
I still can't get over how the chief looks just like George Lucas. Yeah, that is yeah, weird. I weird. think I think Pigeon is like Radar from MASH, but made into a Polynesian oh. native. Something like that. I haven't actually seen MASH. No one has. Right. No one ever no, watched I it. Have, I th- he does look like Radar. You're right. Thank you. Yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah, that guy. Yeah. Mm. Okay. It's just this okay. Yeah, I, I like this part when Odie fixes the car. Spoiler alerts: Odie's gonna fix the car. He gets an idea. He hits it with a hammer. That's fun. He he tapped it with yeah. a hammer. And so now, um, Monkey and Odie are driving the car up the slope, and I guess they haven't realized that that will result in them dying. Like, I guess monkey's really excited I mean, about it. Couldn't they bail out? You'd think they would, right? Yeah, yeah. You'd I'm with Garfield on this one. And now they're like, "Oh wait, it turns out this was a bad idea." Oh, and this was before Thelma and Louise. Yeah, and that's how Odie dies. Volcano erupts. Boy, you're right. The chief really does look like George Lucas. And there's like a the spirit of the chaser. Wow. The the, 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 the greaser. greaser. What would they call him? The greaser? The cruiser? I don't remember what they called him. Yeah, but it's it's George Lucas today. It's not George Lucas in 1986. Oh, that is a good point. That's what's weird about it. Yeah. So it was really uh, prophetic. This mm-hmm. this series. This episode. This special, sorry. Yeah, she throws the lay in there. It's interesting to me that Odie turns out to be the hero of this special. There's Odie. For not the first time, I don't think. Uh, yeah. I mean, is he the, he's the Didn't hero Didn't he of the... save Christmas one year? I don't feel like Odie saved Christmas. I think he saved Garfield in the Halloween episode, but we haven't seen that mm. one yet. They just crawl okay, out. Okay, but it's not but explained. didn't but didn't he like warm Garfield's heart by giving him a back scratcher that he made himself uh, or something? Maybe so. I don't know if he saved Christmas. Anyway, there you go. Oh, yeah, that's it. Thank God it's done. No, no. Oh. Now we have to talk about it. <laughs> oh, oh, okay. Okay. Gosh. So. Um. Oh, my my tie and the stewardess were voiced by the same person. Um, that's fine. Yeah. Fair enough. So, Christine, what would you say was the Worst, most offensive aspect of this special. Um, uh, oof. I think that it bored me to tears. Is what is what makes think, it so offensive. I think that final shot of Garfield uh, with his arms akimbo, presenting to the to the camera was pretty offensive. Mm. Offensively bad. Just yeah, yeah. I mean, really. Most of it was all offensive, wasn't it? Really? Yeah, I mean, I that's mean, I don't know. It's hard for me to really pinpoint one one thing. Mm-hmm. You know, there was like a yeah. sequence of offensiveness that occurred here. Yeah. You know, it's it's hard. Like you pull out one offensive thing, and the whole house comes crumbling down. You know, it's right. like it's yeah. all a rich bouillabaisse yeah. of offensiveness. The, fa- the fantasy sequence there of Garfield being in Hawaii, and uh, you know, yeah, from beginning to end. I, the genius of this special 
is that somehow it was very, very offensive and yet simultaneously boring. Like you were really having trouble focusing on it despite yeah. mm-hmm. being horrified. Yes, yeah. Um, That's a tough balance to walk. Because usually, usually, you know, when you're horrified by something, it's yeah. hard to look away. Yeah. Mm-hmm. You, you know? had no but trouble looking was... away. She was on mm. her phone 80% of the time. Yeah. yeah. There you might have like missed some of the some offensive else. stuff. Yeah. Mm. Yeah. Sorry, John? I said you might have missed some offensive I, stuff. Yeah. Oh, you def- she definitely did. I kept trying to yeah. draw her attention to new and offensive, <laughs> more offensive things. But yeah, the caricatures of, of yeah stereotypes. There was, yeah, there was plenty of. Oh yeah, yeah. Uh, um, all kinds of. Mm. Like it's almost it almost doesn't even rise to the level of appropriation of Native Hawaiian culture mm. because the tropes were so divorced. Well, this isn't Hawaii, Chris. This is Paradise World. So yeah, I mean it's like it's not at all they Hawaii. Specify that it's not, it's. It was so Hawaii, though. Like, it was, it was, I mean, it's not Hawaii. It's the sort of Polynesian we, American stereotype yeah. of Hawaii. Like, um, it was so dead on, the American stereotype of Hawaii, that it was weird they specify it's not Hawaii. Hmm. It's like Jim Davis, for some reason, believed that Hawaii had already been copywritten and that he would have to pay someone no, money. I- I think they to, wanted. To I think probably they wanted plausible deniability. It's like if, if like, you put it in the Hawaiian if anyone cinematic universe, like you have to complained pay about it being offensive. You know, I don't think he was worried at all about it being offensive. <laughs> um, it, yeah, but it, like, it almost doesn't rise to the level of appropriation because it's so divorced from any actual. Like, it's not like there were, you know, uh, tiki gods running around or mm-hmm. like, I mean, there was some, there was some hula. Yeah. There was some hula. Well, ladies, I think it, I think it helps that the like primary plot driver has to do with uh, a greaser coming in and, you know, changing the culture. Mm, there you go. Yeah. So you, yeah, that was, mm-hmm. that was pretty, that was, yeah, that was off. I, yeah. I will. I mean, there, I mean, no one's complaining about the cultural appropriation of like 1950s <laughs> <laughs> greaser culture. And he was a, appropriating like, uh, yeah, uh, 50s rock and roll greaser culture. Uh-huh. Yeah, there was. That was a interestingly surreal twist. That the whatever you want to call it, like civiliza- civilizing mission. Mm-hmm. White influence, white Western influence, was 1950s rock and roll greaser culture. Yeah, it's a humorous wrinkle, and I also like that the way that uh, the greasers' uh, facial features were drawn realistically in contrast to all the other cartoony characters. Mm. It was almost like Jim Davis, like they said, like, "Hey, can anyone draw a good cartoon version of James Dean?" No? Mm-hmm. Okay, we'll just use a photo of him. <laughs> it's like, you know, when you're watching Ren and Stimpy and it cuts to like a close-up of, I don't know, Stimpy's foot or something, and then you there's all this like rich detail. I haven't I haven't. Like it's seen like a Ren Renaissance Stimpy, painting. But that sounds fun. That sounds mm-hmm. like a fun gag. How, how, did, how did you guys feel about the whole sacrifice thing? But even 
that was taken over by the the white greaser dude. Oh, well, I mean, you know, white people take over everything. It's what we I do. Mean, yeah. yeah, yeah, we'll do that. Yeah. Um. That reminds. Yep. <laughs> it was when I was um, John. When I became an Australian citizen, the citizenship ceremony. Uh, they had a, a re- representative of the Wurundjeri people who were the local um, local native landowners in the area I was in. Yeah. And he did a welcome to country where he was like, you know, oh, you're all well, well. It was very, very beautiful. You know, you're all welcome in this land and you're welcome to the fruit from the trees and the game from the, you know, from the forest and, and the, the wealth of the land. And I was yeah. like, man, you have got to stop saying that to white people. Have you learned nothing <laughs> from the last 200 years? Yeah. Um, yeah. You didn't say terrible, that, did you? This was a terrible special. Yeah. Um, I think I'm a little more lukewarm on it, honestly. Like, I, I like the greaser thing. Uh, I think that's fun. To the extent that any of these are fun. It was an interestingly surrealistic twist on like a, you know, white man's burden mm-hmm. civilizing mm-hmm. mission. We got trope. some some airline humor. We got some beach humor. Yeah. <laughs> we got um, some sleazy salesman humor. You know, we got some poor plot construction with the Odie uh, stowing away. Yeah. Yeah. You got the, um, the guest appearance by Wolfman Jack, which... I guess is mm-hmm. a thing that's meaningful to you if you grew up in the 1950s and 60s. Yeah, well, you know, children of the 80s definitely did that. Yeah, it's weird. Like, it is intended for the children of the 80s, but all the cultural reference points are, like, boomer nostalgia. Kids got to learn about Wolfman Jack somehow. Yeah, which I guess, I mean, I guess as you might you might feel the same way. Growing up in the 1980s and 90s, um, in the shadow of the baby boom generation, I think there was just an expectation that, like, yeah, our cultural touch points will be yours. Accept them. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You know? Yeah. No, I, I, I definitely felt that. So, I mean, there's some, there's some truth to that. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm looking at the. Uh, the Wikipedia. Yes, I was looking at it, but yeah, but there's a, a, a photo of James Dean there yeah. that says the, spe- the special features a character reminiscent of James Dean. Yeah. Mm, no, what, what I was going to note, I think mm. it's fascinating here. Um, this was not a quality uh, TV special, I don't think. This special was nominated for a Primetime Emmy Award for Outstanding Animated Program in 1986. Now, John, did it win? No, it did not win the award. The winner Sounds, of the Outstanding yeah, no. Animated Program Award that year, Garfield's Halloween Adventure. Oh. <laughs> what, what, what a twist. <laughs> oh, man. I guess, I guess they shouldn't have made more than one a year. Yeah, you know, that means yeah. receiving an Emmy Award is just trash, really. Like, if that gets an <laughs> Emmy Award, then, you know, what does it mean? Nothing. Yeah, if someone tries Wait, to you know, give you an Emmy exactly. Award... You yeah, should be offended. Exactly. Run as fast away as fast as you can, you know. Okay, yeah. so next uh, next year we'll be doing uh, Garfield in the Rough, is that I right? I think we need and to I go assume that's about golfing. to Garfield in the Rough next year. Um, one thing I do want to compliment, I think the name Inversion, Inversion Layer Airlines is a pretty fun fake name of an airline. 
That's a, it's a meteorology joke. Yeah, that's it's a meteorology. Those are joke. always so fun. The inversion layer is uh, well. I mean, there are a few things it could mean, but um, in Hawaii, here in Hawaii, um, when warming dry air caps the cooling moist air, the result is an inversion layer, so called because it's mm. the inverse of the expected cooling that normally occurs higher in the atmosphere. Right. The inversion layer traps moisture below it. Mm -hmm. The inversion layer can vary in altitude, but it's usually between 5,000 and 7,000 feet. So that's, that's why, cool. Christine, like when you hit uh, above a certain altitude, when you're climbing a mountain in Hawaii, the trees drop off, like the rain drops off, and it becomes quite dry. Mm. You go from a very wet climate to a very dry climate when you Well, you look at some the of these uh, inverted inversion photos on Wikipedia. They Like, look at the, the one uh, in Kazakhstan. Oh, yeah. The smog smog trapped over a city and there's like the clear blue skies above smog oh fascinating in oh, in the city of look. i'm gonna say this wrong almadi kazakhstan that's pretty i mean fun. it'll probably be in i mean it's not fun it'll probably okay be um probably probably we've done this for long enough uh yeah yeah i mean i think so i think yeah we're um, yeah, I can I can see the audience is getting restless. They want to go uh, check out the buffet. Um, I think we lost our audience, live audience member, a while back. Well, you know. <laughs> well. Oh yeah, look at that! Le oh, look at that Kazakh inversion wow. layer. Look at that. Yeah. John, oh, goodness. That has got to be one of the top inversion layers of all time. Mm. That's a really stunning photograph. These are listeners. You're gonna want to Google Google image search. Kazakhstan inversion layer. You'll be glad you did. Or just inversion layer because it's it's on Wikipedia. Uh, I mean, but if you in, okay, just just inversion layer. Apparently, <laughs> we'll do okay. it. Okay, <laughs> fine. Um, I mean that was fun. Yeah. Anyway, hmm. uh, John, Merry Christmas to you. Happy holidays. Happy New Year. Merry Christmas. Do you have any any closing messages to uh, to to our listeners? Um, I I wish you all uh, uh peace and goodwill. Yeah, that's nice. Okay. Yeah, thank thank thanks to everyone for tuning in this year. Every day this year, if you didn't tune in every day, thanks for nothing. But for those of you who who were there day in day out, seven days a week, twenty four hours a day, which is not possible. <laughs> um, we thank you. We thank you for your support. Thanks yeah. to everyone, um, everyone who who uh, guest hosted, signed up to guest host the show, who who uh, submitted a tagline, who who asked us a AMA question, or posted a photo of their pet on the website, or purchased Being Jim Davis merchandise, or mm -hmm. any of the many other things that you can do at www.beingjimdavis.com. We thank you all, and those who who rated, reviewed, and subscribed. Is that all the stuff we have to thank people for? Damn right. Yeah, I think that I think that about covers it. Yeah, have a have a great 2020. Oh yeah. Oh, look, let's be clear. Yes. Oh, well, we'll, there, we'll the, have a chance the, to the say that again that at the anyone, New Year's Eve live show. The odds that anyone is going to have a a great 2020 are so low. <laughs> let's not let's not let's not fool ourselves. 2020 is going to be brutal, and we will be lucky to survive. Yeah, why you gotta be such a naysayer? It's an election year. It's gonna be 
Thank you and good Thank night. You and- this podcast was brought to you by the Pitch Drop Podcast Network. Like what you just heard? Support the show by going to patreon.com forward slash pitch drop. And while you're at it, check out pitchdrop.net for more of this and other shows.